Dance, Scott. Barely a week ago, I heard you rail for two hours about independence. Uh -huh. Mr. Hardwick, how many times have I heard you speak of freedom at my father's table? Half the men in this church, including you, Father, and you, Reverend, are as ardent patriots as I. Will you now, when you are needed most, stop at only words? Is that the sort of men you are? that you act upon the beliefs of which you have so strongly spoken and in which you so strongly believe. Hello, Patriots. Another exciting week. Here, Brian Van Dusen alongside co-host Dave Agema. How are you doing, Dave? I'm doing fine. There's always something to do in Michigan because they're always trying to do something to us. <laughs> yeah. Basically get rid of a few of them that are doing it to us. That's, uh, that's very true. I know a proud dad moment last night, my son graduating from high school, so that was pretty neat. So I got two that are done and two more to go, so it's been a good week. So. They going to college or no? He is not. He's going to join the workforce, So whether it's a trade or something. So okay. I've taught him how to well, use a saw and read a tape measure, so he can pretty much do anything. Yeah, what's that? What's that thing you uh, cut twice and measure once? Is that what you do? <laughs> yeah, measure twice, cut once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, what you got? Yeah, maybe the Democrats should use that philosophy. Uh, let's see. So, Michigan State Senate today approves a thirty-seven point five million dollars for Oxford High School safety after last year's shooting that killed four and injured seven others. For I mean, they're going to use it for safety. I. would to me, you know I know, I know. He, in the state of Michigan? I do you know not know. That's a, that's a very good question. Either, but you cannot do this for every school that has no. <clears throat> How much money are you going to spend? In, well, that's going to get me into my issue. You want me to get yeah, into go, that? Let, yeah, let's jump right into that gun since that's a hot topic. i tell you what. When I was in there over 10 years ago, I had bills to allow teachers, administrators, janitors who are willing, able, and trained, and selected to carry concealed or have like a, a concealed safe or safe somewhere in the school, a couple of different places with the thumbprint. So only that thumb could open that, that gun to get that gun to protect the schools. There has never been a school that has had a shooting that allowed teachers and administrators to have guns. In fact, I get into some of that, but Israel has placed guns in, uh, in their teachers hands and so forth. And there's been no attacks since the seventies in their school. In 1990, the Gun-Free School Zone Act was passed, but it doesn't apply here to uh, the state of Michigan because most people don't know. If you've got a concealed weapons permit like I do, I can walk into a school with an open uh, pistol on my hip that everyone can see. Most people don't know that. There's 20 or 12 states that allow concealed carry, Alabama, Alaska, Idaho, Illinois, Michigan, Missouri, New Hampshire, Oregon, Rhode Island, South Dakota, Utah, and Wyoming. There's 20 states that allow teachers to carry, carry guns. Example of those would be Idaho, Kansas, Louisiana, Missouri, South Dakota, Tennessee, and Texas. Problem is, not all schools do it, and they need to. That is a simple fix, because uh, if, you, if you let your teachers carry, 
and you simply put a sign up that says, uh, our school, warning, teachers and staff carry guns. It is a great deterrent for these guys that want to go into a school. When you just name a school a weapons-free zone, you've just made a target on your back. Huge. And uh, some schools think, well, we want to have police there in uniform. You don't want a policeman in uniform. If somebody comes there and wants to enter a school, the first person they're going to shoot is somebody they see in uniform that has a gun. So yeah, you but just need to let them if carry you, and but you, you train them. Yeah, but so we've had discussion about having just veterans that are trained in guns and everything else. What would be wrong but, with yeah, hiring those that want to pay? Florida, it's Florida, just another expense. Florida does it. They've got retired yeah. veterans that go into the schools. You could do that, but I'm just saying it's another expense. When the teachers are already there in the classroom with their kids, they are the best protection you can do. But let's back up a little bit. Gun confiscation, in my opinion, holds a special place in the halls of political repression. The Soviet Union needed an unarmed citizenry to get away with its, its atrocities. It demanded all guns be confiscated. After World War II, various other countries implemented gun confiscation like Bulgaria, East Germany, and Hungary to grant greater power to the government. As a result of the Soviet Union confiscation, at least 15 million people were killed, a much greater number than school shootings. Hitler allowed guns, but, not the, uh, but only for the Nazi party, not the Jews and so forth. Castro registered all weapons, then he took them later. The Venezuelan government stays in power because they registered, then they took the weapons away, then they banned the sale of weapons and ammo. As a result, the people lost their rights to free speech, loss of wealth, and debased their currency, and the people are now starving. South Africa started Firearms Control Act. Already as a result, land confiscation is being discussed, and tyranny is at its doorstep. In short, gun confiscation is an act of authoritarians to steamroll their subjects at will. Gun rights might not guarantee victory against tyrants, and tyrants being the government, but being deprived of them all but guarantees submission to them. So all those people calling for taking weapons away from citizens are doing just the wrong thing. All communist countries do this since the Democrat platform has accepted all the tenets, and probably a lot of people don't know this, of the Communist Party, gun confiscation is in their plan and their platform. Teachers are terribly ignorant of the history of guns in other countries. Uh, Russia, when uh, the Chechnyans uh, killed 300 students and teachers, Putin shut down the media. He attacked them and threatened uh, a worse attack if things uh, started up again, they didn't touch them anymore because Putin really hurt them bad. So the solution is simple. Let teachers, administrators, janitors, whoever, who are, like I said, who are willing, able, selected, uh, carry or have a concealed weapon or access to one. That's the solution. And it doesn't cost much at all. And I would rather put my kid in a school any day of the week that has weapons in it that they can protect my kid rather than the ones that are just gun-free and nobody's got a weapon there. That's just a, that's an accident waiting to happen. It's just so stupid philosophy of making them gun-free zones because criminals don't care. If, if, if it's a gun-free zone, they love it. So right. They look at that sign, sign in the door that says, hey, uh, warning teachers and staff have guns or carry guns. That's a great deterrent. That's what we need to do. Yeah, we I had that bill. And nobody would take it because they said it was too controversial. It needs to be done in Michigan. Yeah, I, I posted a uh, meme that was going around Facebook that said, in 9-11, we didn't ban planes. We secured the cockpit, so secure the schools. Like how? But not only that. It's not that hard. Just, yeah, but they didn't just do that. 
most people don't know. They didn't just, by the way, the door they made, <laughs> yeah, you can't shoot through the door. You just move it two feet to the left or right. You put a bullet right through my head because it's a circle breaker panel. What they did is they armed the pilots. Most people don't know that. But like American Airlines, we had 25, 30% of our pilots were carrying pistols. It's a great deterrent. Uh, so they knew what to do. You just armed the pilots. And for years prior to me getting uh, hired, I got hired in 78, but uh, captains used to carry pistols all the time in the bag. It wasn't until they had to go through all the security, which started with the Muslims, that uh, they didn't want to carry the gun because uh, it would make the bells and whistles all go. But that's what we did right after 9-11. They carried weapons. Well, and they, they put marshals, U.S. marshals on planes too. Yeah. But you couldn't did. tell who they were because they were clothed just like a normal citizen. So. Yeah, well, what they had to do, they had a, as a captain with American, what they had to do is come to me ahead of time and tell me who they were and where they were sitting. And then my response to them was quite simple. I said to them, uh, if you don't have things under control in 30 seconds, I said, strap your butt to a seat because I'm going to put the guy on the ceiling and on the floor, on the ceiling, on the floor, on the ceiling, on the floor. And then I'm going to send a co-pilot back there with a fire axe. Oh, I'll break man. his neck. He's walking around back there. That would be. take my airplane. Yeah, that would be something to see. But the sad thing is I had to tell the flight attendants, if a guy's got a knife to your neck, unless I open the door, I said, you're going to die because I'm not opening that door. But I would. I told them the same thing. What I'm going to do is put him on the ceiling and the floor three times. He'll hurt himself, and if you're not strapped in, you'd have got hurt. And that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I briefed. And uh, I was the first airplane out of Chicago after 9-11, full of people. And that's exactly what I briefed the sky marshals with and what I briefed my flight attendants with. Nice. So it's, that's what happens. But I'm these people that want to take all our guns away yep. and say the AR-15s got to go away. Oh, the idiot. Here's another one. Whoopi Goldberg. She is a blithering liberal idiot. He says, if women can't get abortions, we're going to come for your guns. Get ready to give them up, she says. I want the GOP to show the same energy that they do for regulating my uterus by banning guns. Call the cops on those who have too big an arsenal. That's a socialist ploy, neighbor against neighbor. Yep. She said the Second Amendment in the Constitution doesn't cover AR-15s. Yes, it does. <laughs> what is? And she says we... We don't need our guns, and especially AR-15s. I'm thinking, good grief, man. She has not a clue. Yeah. There's so many different types of guns out there. AR-15s are not the problem. People are the problem. Yeah, but you can, have have a you can use all kinds of examples. You have drunk drivers using cars. We're not taking cars away. Exactly. I mean, you can go through a whole society and find things that is not perfect, but yet driving is a privilege. Having a gun is a right. You cannot take that away, period, well, see, plain and simple. I even, dis I even disagree with that statement. They say driving is a privilege. That's what the politician said. I think it's your right until you lose that right. Uh, you pay taxes. Uh, you deserve to drive on that road, but they've made it a privilege. That's a fancy name for we're going to allow you to drive on the roads that you paid for. So I think it's a right until you make it not your right because you did something wrong. No, it makes sense. I've always thought about that, too, because... When you turn 16, you have a right to drive. You get your driver's license, and then you have that right. So when did it become, oh, it's a privilege to drive? When they decided they were going to decide who could drive and who couldn't drive. That, that's typical. It's just typical government growing in its, in its 
massive amounts in all different areas for taxes, fines, fees, rules, and regulations. That's yep. what they do. Absolutely. All right, moving on. State Senate approves okay. proposal to suspend the gas tax for the summer. It's going to start from June 15th to September 15th if Governor Whitmer signs this. It includes 6% sales tax, the use tax, and 27 cent excise tax. So it equals about 50 cents a gallon that it would save the well, citizens of Michigan. Great. That's great, but uh, I think she's going to sign it. And then she'll say, well, I couldn't fix the damn roads because I didn't get all the money that I was supposed to get. That's probably what she's going to say and do. Well, However, that's I, I think she problem. needs to sign it. It's an election year. She's going to sign it to put, yeah, she's going to say, oh, I put money point. back in people's pockets. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. But uh, what I'm saying, I want to flip that over and say, if we didn't have an idiot called President Biden in the office, we'd have all the fuel we need. Exactly. Instead of buying 8,300 barrels of oil from Russia, who's our enemy. He's made us dependent on our enemies. This this man is crazy. Yep. If a man was going to do anything to hurt America, this first year of Biden's reign, he's done more damage to Americans than any president I've, I've known. I'm 73 years old. I'm telling you what, this guy drives me crazy. Everything he does hurts people. It's like he's trying to drive this country into the ground, and I think Obama's behind it. Yep, absolutely. So after... An eight-hour border canvasser session. Ten candidates for governor is now down to five. Right. So the top five are Ryan Kelly, Garrett Sedona, Tudor Dixon, Mike Rinke, and Ralph Rebent. Do you feel that the Democrats were behind the fraudulent votes, the signatures? Uh, it's possible. I mean, uh, if, if they got a job getting signatures and so forth and wanted to get rid of somebody, they'd just make a whole bunch of them on each one of those sheets that was not legitimate, so they throw them out. But I don't, I don't know. Well, it sounded, I, I it sounded like that. it was a third party that was used multiple for multiple candidates. Oh, that could be. Yeah. I, I'm not up on that one. That's that crazy. Me at all. That's, uh, that's a big deal. You go from 10 down to 5, now your chances of winning just increased – 50%. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Let's see here. We have Whitmer says time is of the essence regarding the state's abortion law. And she's ex um, issues an executive order. And this is what it does. It reviews aspects of reproductive health care that fall under the jurisdiction and identify any opportunity to increase protections for reproductive health care. They submit a review to Whitmer's office in the next 30 days detailing how to increase health choices on mental, physical, reproductive health, provide care for individuals who undergo miscarriages, protect the privacy of individuals seeking health care, and provide safety for health care providers. It um, allows departments communicating directly with the public, must provide information on costs and availability on reproductive health care. And it increased public awareness on availability and effectiveness of different forms of contraceptive. Don't we have all that stuff already? I was going to say, isn't this like normal, <laughs> just basic, basic stuff? I mean, this is ridiculous. The executive orders is a CYA move, just more government bureaucracy. It's not needed. You already have that. Let well, I That's think she needs to show that she's doing something with the election year going on, yeah, even well, though we have most of it. 
everything she's doing right now has to do with her next election. Oh yeah, for sure. Give money away back, yep. and then she's going to be the good person. She's going to cause a problem, and then she's going to come up with a solution to the problem to make you feel better, like she's really helping. When in fact, she caused it to begin with. Yep, exactly. Uh, let's see. The DeVos family has endorsed Tudor Dixon. What's your thought on that? Uh, well, anybody that she endorses, I don't vote for. I just know too much about her. She didn't like me at all when I was a state rep. She didn't like me when I was a Republican National Committee man. She didn't like it when I put the bill in that says Michigan does not pay for same-sex unmarried benefits for state employees. So, uh, she did a lot of stuff here too, even to R.J. Regan, that uh, just ran and uh, got beat by a Democrat in my district. First time I can ever remember that, or my district from a Democrat. I think it was the result of putting false uh, hit pieces out on the guy, and the people either didn't vote or they voted Democrat, which just frosts my gourd to no end. So, if she doesn't get her way, or those type of people don't get their way, they do whatever they can to ruin the other person. So. If they're for Tudor, I'm not. Yeah, that's uh, unfortunate for sure. And, I, and I'm not sure Amer- Michigan's ready for another female governor again. You know, we had Granholm, and then we had Whitmer. Yep. Neither one of those were worth a dirt. I don't think Snyder was worth all that much either, but again, he was a Democrat. Mm-hmm. He looked back in his history. Yep. But uh, I don't think we're ready for another female being our governor. But even the Bible says, and women rule over them. Yeah. I guess that's what we have in happening. Well, yeah, that's actually the truth. People don't realize that when the curse of man happened, that the woman wanted to be above the man. So that's yep. the whole feminist movement is trying to basically the wussification of men and make it more feminine. That's exactly what's happening. And that's yeah, not good absolutely. for society. So speaking on abortion, Planned Parenthood wants to offer gender-affirming hormone therapy across Michigan. That's absolute garbage. That's another reason Planned Parenthood needs to be stopped being funded. Uh, If people want to get an abortion, I'm against that. I don't think, I hope our Supreme Court rules correctly on that issue. If it goes to the state and we vote on it, I think probably the state of Michigan will change that and go back to 1933 law which our attorney general said she would not enforce. Yeah. And uh, we can shut that down so they can't get abortions. Problem is, you know, they like Whoopi Goldberg, she doesn't understand. A few people get killed and it's wrong, it's bad by guns, but people are more people are getting killed by abortion. We're up to what, 60, 64 million people have been killed via abortion yeah. in the United States. Is God going to hold mm-hmm. us guiltless when we do that? We're no different than those people in the Old Testament that offered their kids up, burned them alive, you know, in front of bail. Yeah. We're just burning them in the, in the uterus before they come out. And now some of the Democrats want to be able to kill the kid 28 days after he's born or she's born. What that's, that's murder. Yeah. Sickening. That's what they want. The Democrats are their Their platform is absolutely putrid. It's guaranteed to ruin this country. So the only way, how does Planned Parenthood get funded is just through Medicaid or Medicare, right? Yeah, they got a yeah, I mean they got donors that donate huge sums. I'm just saying Right, but that's a private sector. I'm just saying I don't want my tax yeah. dollars, but my tax dollars is going because it's going to Medicare or Medicaid and then they get it and then that goes to Planned Parenthood. So it's That's a true statement. And your your state taxes, some of that goes to Planned Parenthood. 
501c3 organization. They got to stop. So it's going to take, again, uh, some Republicans with testosterone to stand up and say, we're not going to do this anymore. And we recommend all you guys don't vote for this budget because it includes funding for Planned Parenthood. That's exactly right. And they've done it, even Republicans, over and over and over. Oh, it's ridiculous. Time. Big time. All right. So last thing I got is ballot initiatives. I can't believe how many there are this year. It's it's crazy. So there yeah. is. So first one's going to be uh, Right to Reproductive Freedom Initiative, which is all about abortion. It protects women's right to reproductive freedom. So that's Stop out right there. there a minute. Stop right there a minute. Yep. So that one, I would say, you all have reproductive freedom. You can choose to reproduce or not reproduce. It, it boils down to keeping your pants on and your bra on or the guy's pants on. You won't have problems with having to have an abortion. Exactly. So you have freedom to make that choice. Yep. Nobody's forcing you. Making, That's right. The choices they're making are selfish choices for their convenience. Yep. So really the Democrat Party and a lot of Republicans are pushing for that right when it's a right to be immoral. Yep. And that's another reason we need some guys with testosterone. Uh, next one, term limits and elections. So it's going to require state officials and legislators to provide financial disclosures and sets a 12-year combined term limits on members of both House, State, and Senate. So this will allow you to run 12 years for state rep or a full 12 years for state Senate. I don't really like this one because then I think you're becoming a career politician in that same no same field. So I like the, the whatever only, it's at right now where you serve three terms would, and two terms, and that's it. You're done. The only way I would agree to that with even longer terms of even 14 years if it was a part-time legislature because it takes time to, for people to get up to speed on a budget. And if you have a part-time legislature, the only thing required by our state constitution is to have a budget, yet only 25% of the people work on the budget. So if you had a part-time, you have to have more people working on that budget to get it done. You have a lot less new laws being made. You know, you get between 200 and 500 new laws a year from your legislators. You can't even keep up with that. So uh, I would be in favor of doing that if we go to a part-time legislature, but I'm not in favor of doing it, keeping it the way it is. Yep. By the way, it was uh, Governor Romney that gave us the uh, full-time legislature. Nice. And it's uh, Mitt Romney that's becoming a Democrat. Go figure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, drug policy, legalization of psychedelic mushrooms and other plants. So this decriminalizes the cultivation and use of uh, psychedelic mushrooms, peyote, and other plants and fungi. They want to leave, they so, make that legal, right? More illegal, yep. So right along so, with marijuana, more drugs. I guarantee you we already got a screwed up society that's just going to make it worse. Yep, exactly. More people dying from it, too. Mm-hmm. So. Another bad bill. Yep. Tax credit for student opportunity scholarship. This creates what a tax credit for contributions to organizations that grant student opportunity scholarships. Well, I'd have to look into that and see what does that really mean. Yeah, it's... There are all kinds of grants that kids can get now. Right. So. Uh, and if you study hard and got 3.7, 3.8, you get scholarships. Uh, yep. If you're good at sports, you can get scholarships. My, my uh, granddaughter... She just got a full ride to the University of Kansas because she's an outstanding soccer player. She worked her fanny off to get there, and she's also pulling a 3.7 average. So she gets scholarships for that. Work for it. Don't ask me to pay for your school. Yeah, exactly. Uh, voting rights amendment. 
make changes to voting policies, including drop boxes, photo ID, and signed legal document, nine days of early voting, and absentee voting for every election. We don't need that. We don't need Absolutely nine days not. of early voting. I mean, you're just no, creating fraud. The QVF, the qualified voter file, yep. has to be completely redone. It's way out of whack. They got dead people voting in Antrim County when they found out those Dominion machines were connected to the Internet. You had 120 or 125% of the eligible voters voting. How do you get that? Because you got people voting that are not eligible to vote. So the QVF's got to change. You don't want to give, uh, just send it in and have, think your vote's going to count. I think we all got to show up with an ID somewhere and you got to show them you are who you say you are and you are a U.S. citizen. You're not here illegally. I got a question. So that whole ploy, that's a Democrat ploy. To right. For people to oh, yeah, for sure. Can a state make a holiday that's not a national holiday? So let's say I'm in the Senate, I win against Roger, and I introduce voting day as a Michigan holiday. Would that well, be? right now, every state has different ways they vote. So, yes, you could probably do that. And then everybody have no excuse not to vote. Exactly. And then there's no long lines. There's none. Everybody has the day off. So there's no chance of them saying, oh, I'm out of time or polls close and they're still waiting two hours to cast a ballot that's i think that would get rid of it in a heartbeat most of the complaints about voting are all bogus i mean they say well some people don't have ids they don't tell me they don't you got to have an id to pick up a prescription at myers you got to have an id to drive a car you got to have an id to do lots of things yep. to have a, a, a checking account it's crazy that's a that's just a bunch of malarkey that everybody doesn't have that. If they want it, they should have that. If they don't have that, they have no ID, and then maybe they shouldn't vote because they don't know what they're voting for anyway. Yep. Let's see. Next one here. Allow prisoners to earn sentencing credits. So uh, providing prisoners, regardless of their sen sen sentencing date, with the option to earn sentencing credits. Who makes that decision? Right. So who? So is it? So you're, you're, you're minusing, you in, you're, yeah, a you're, a judge puts you in for 20 years and uh, yeah. you're going to let somebody at a jail to let him out in 10 or eight because he's got a, cause he earns credits. Yeah. <laughs> that and does not make any sense at all. Uh, and then when he gets out and rapes or murders again, then who's to blame? Yeah, exactly. The person that gave him the credits. Yep. It's garbage. Uh, let's see. Voter ID initiative, voter ID to cast a ballot. Talked about that one. Payday loan interest rate cap initiative. Caps annual in loan. Yeah. It caps the interest rates on payday loans at 36%. I think right now it's at 42. And I asked a guy, because he was over at the Kite Festival in Grand Haven, and I said, so you're going to encourage people to go to a payday loan that doesn't have the money, and they're borrowing it, and they're borrowing it at 42%, then they know they can't pay this back? And so now we're just going to make it easier because we're going to reduce the interest rate. I mean, that makes no sense at all. That's typical. Yep. Most of the stuff that comes out of Lansing isn't doesn't make sense. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Forensic Election Audit Initiative provides forensics audits of elections, including the 2020 election. We have the decertify. That's the one with uh, Robert Gilt. He was behind decertifying the 2020 election. Let's like see. Yep. Uh, let's see. Two-thirds legislative vote on lame duck session bills amendment requires a two-thirds legislative vote to pass bills 
after the general election during even numbered years. That's interesting because mm-hmm. when you're in lame duck, all kinds of crap gets passed. They'll dump 40, 50 bills in front of you. Some you didn't even read before and expect you to vote on. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but I'd have to look at the fine details of that one. Because lame duck, that basically means it's the end of your term right before the next election. Uh, yeah, that's when all the garbage gets yep. passed. Yep. Uh, let's see. Limits on epidemic orders. So it limits the state and local epidemic orders to 28 days without legislative approval. Well, well, why would I, I wouldn't want I, it? I wouldn't want it in at all. Why give them twenty-eight I, days? I, I don't even want the twenty-eight days. <laughs> it should be through legislative approval right from the beginning. Exactly. Just another way to get the camel's nose under the tent. Yep. Uh, legislative vote to suspend legislator's salary amendment. This allows the legislature to spend a member's salary by a two-thirds vote. So well, we're going to decide. Who's going to get paid? Who's not going to get paid by a two-thirds vote? That's what you're saying? That's what it's saying. Allows the legislature to suspend a member's salary by a two-thirds vote. So I'm a grassroots patriot candidate going up against Roger, and you're going to have, I don't know, 10, 12 new patriots coming in. The establishment can just say, oh, we're just going to suspend their pay? I mean, that seems kind of uh, ridiculous to me. Uh, well, you were elected by the people. Yeah, those state legislators. So I don't, I don't think that's legitimate. I think that'd go through the courts, and I think it'd lose. And let's see, last one here: uh, civil service employee legislative communication amendment. So this prohibits disciplinary action against state civil service employees who communicate with legislatures. That's not necessarily bad. Okay. Because uh, there's a lot of things that happen. That's that like the back deals, right? About. That'll keep the yeah, back kind of, deals? Yeah, well, I think what it'll do is it'll allow them to speak up and tell their legislators what's going on in the background that they don't even know that's going on. So it's kind of like a whistleblowers. That's what it sounds like. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... A whistleblower. So okay. I, that's not necessarily bad. I yeah, but think. shoot, 90% of this is garbage. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a lot of ballot initiatives, but... Well, that's all I got. So what do you got, Dave? Well... We talked about the school shooting, and there's a Democrat congressional candidate who's a member of the Socialist Party of America group. She's running for the 6th District of Washington. She encourages people to break into unoccupied empty homes. Oh, yeah, I heard that. How crazy is this? That is ridiculous. Because she was once homeless. So obviously she screwed up because she became homeless. Now she wants to be able to just break, let's say you own a piece of property. She wants people to just be able to break in there and stay there. That's garbage. That's pure. That's not American. She also wants a minimum wage. Get this, $30 an hour. What insanity these people have. They don't understand economics. If everybody gets a wage of a minimum of $30 an hour, your hamburger is going to cost you $30. It's just crazy what these people are into. Anyway, that's one issue I had. Israel is angry at Biden. The Biden administration leaked intelligence information, i.e., who killed Colonel Hassan uh, in Iran and uh, who got some of the scientists working on Iran's nuclear capability exposed. It's as if Biden wants Muslims to attack Israel. So he's basically telling them, Israel, 
uh, got rid of that Colonel Hassan. Meanwhile, Palestinian arsonists are setting fires to Jewish fields. So he's siding with the Muslims more and more, and it could be because Obama's right behind him. They're pulling the strings. I don't know. Pelosi criticizes the archbishop for denying her communion over abortion. She accuses the church of not taking the same step against those that support the death penalty. Hello, Nancy Pelosi. Guess what? The death penalty is biblical. The Bible talks about that. If a man kills a man on purpose, he is to die. That's it's in the scripture. Assistant Secretary Homeland Security, Kagan, I guess his name is, and now a CNN analyst, now a CNN analyst, analyst wants all border enforcement stopped in Texas. Can you imagine what that would what happened if that would happen? I.e., no immigration enforcement. She's a communist. That's what this person is, who wishes to destroy America as we know it. And I think she's an Arab, most likely a Muslim. So unbelievable. Sacramento, California. People are handing over guns for gas credit cards because gas last week was 606. It's probably close to seven bucks now. And they say it may go to 10. First was a gun buyback. Then it's the gun purchase restrictions, then registration, then confiscation. And now it's turn them in for gas cards because gas is so expensive. Unbelievable where this is all going. North Dakota, a PAC is set up to help incumbents that share the governor's ideals. I'm going to repeat that. A PAC was set up to help the incumbents that share the governor's ideals. So if you don't share your governor's ideals, you don't get any help from that PAC. But if you share the ideals that the governor has, well, then you'll get money. That's like Whitmer making a PAC. She's just going to give to everybody who agrees with her. Well, that's not why we have you know, a legislature, a Senate, a House, and then a, a governor. Uh, you got people that disagree with the governor. I disagree with our governor all the time. So that's, to me, is just like the PACs that like Betsy DeVos and some other ones did so they could do hit, hit ads against uh, people that are primary in the incumbents. All this is, is a pact to knock off conservative candidates, in my opinion. Biden says we're going through a transition to electric vehicles. That's his whole push. We're going to go to electric vehicles. So he doesn't care if gas is five to 10 bucks a gallon. However, as we know, Biden's not all that with it. And we don't have the electric good, grid to fuel all those electric cars, nor the capacity to do so with green energy, i.e. wind, solar, and so forth. We need nuclear power, folks, clean coal and gas power plants, and we need them now. You watch. We're going to have brownouts this summer when it gets hot. But he, he doesn't think this is a bad idea. He wants to force people into buying electric cars. So when a brownout happens or a blackout, you don't go anywhere, or at least you only go 225 miles and you run out of electric. US, 18 U.S. airlines are now being sued by the employees for forcing shots or lose your job. I think that's great. And I think it will happen with other businesses as well, because uh, those those pilots now are having a greater increase in, in heart problems and so forth uh, as a result of being forced to take those shots. And it, what bothers me is, uh, you know, who and the other groups, they want to keep shoving people with more and more shots. It almost seems like they want to kill us. And I think that's what this these shots are going to do in the long run. A lot of people are going to die from other things. Why did it take so long? Illegal, uh, it, I mean, it just seems know. to taken way too long for that. For what? To sue them. Well, that's a good question, because uh, the Nuremberg trial says you cannot force somebody to take an experimental drug. Well, that's right. exactly what these 
all been taken as an experimental drug. Now they want to shove it into your babies and your young kids yep. under five years old. Don't do it. Stay away from that. Your kid's not going to die. Your young child's not going to die from COVID. But an older person might, but they might die as well from the shots. So who? it's a toss-up there. I think I'd take my chance with my own immune system. Illegal immigration. 1,026,460,000 contacts were in the first month of fiscal year 2022. That's the one we know about. And we don't know about the ones that made it in without them seeing it, us seeing them. So Title 42, which Trump invoked, was basically saying, if you're sick, you got COVID or whatever, you're not coming to this country. Well, what do the Democrats want to do? They want to let them all in if they're diseased. Even when they came in years ago to Nellis Island, if a person was crazy or they were sick and had a disease, they were sent back. They were not allowed to come in the United States. And they had to have somebody that uh, basically vouched for them. And they had to have a, a skill, a job that we needed. So, the, and Fauci said illegals with COVID are not driving up our COVID cases. What? That's a lie. So you're going to let COVID people in. You know, school kids got to be masked, but the COVID illegals can come in and they're not driving up our rates. Give me a break. Fauci needs to go. He's part of the problem. Michigan legislature finally introduced a bill like I had over 10 years ago, once again, to punish sanctuary cities and officials that allow it. I had a bill that says if you're a sanctuary city, you're not going to get money from our budget. And the uh, question is, will Whitmer sign it or veto it? I think she'll veto it because uh, she doesn't want that. She wants illegals to come in here. And a sanctuary city is nothing more than a city that allows illegals to come in and you know, they can stay there. You're basically protecting an illegal that broke our laws to come into this country. So what I see happening here in the state of Michigan and throughout the United States is a complete lack of what our forefathers built this country on. A work ethic, morality, honesty, integrity, and now they're going after the Second Amendment. Our freedom of speech has been limited now by all the Facebook and Twitter and all these agencies that say things go against their community standards, which is a bunch of malarkey. So we're losing our freedoms and we need to start standing up. And we need more people running for office that will not bow to this stuff. We'll stand up, call a spade a spade and introduce legislation that says this will, we will not do these things. We will not allow this to happen. Right. We don't have that presently. And that's what I've said almost every time I've been on this program. If your senator or your state rep was quiet during the uh, Dominion machine fiasco connected to the internet and they're quiet during Whitmer and all those illegal, we find out later, illegal mandates she made, don't vote for him again. Don't vote for him. So yep. well, well, she got a choice to make. If you vote for those same people, you're going to get the same results. And that's the mark of insanity. Yep. And then that brings us to this weekend, obviously Memorial Day and all those people that fought for our freedoms that we are continually losing every day. Um, it's, it's sad uh, to see what they would think of America now. Well, that's me. I spent 26 years in the military. And on this Memorial Day, I look back and think, you know, I swore to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And I see a lot of our domestic enemies are in Congress and in our state legislators. They want to take my Second Amendment away? No, that's guaranteed in the Constitution. I'll fight to maintain that right. Also, because it's Memorial Day, I think back, it's not just the people that have fought in World War II and World War I, Korean War, and all these other things, Bosnia, but uh, a lot of people die in training. For example, if 
for me, uh, before I signed in, signed up to go in the Air Force, I lost three friends that I went to school with in Vietnam. Then once I got in the military and started flying fighters, I lost five friends just in training accidents because there's an old saying, he who sweats more in peace bleeds less in war. So we trained hard. You know, I lost a guy across the street was flying a low level, doing 500 knots and got hit by a turkey buzzard, took him, the front seater and the back seater out and he died. I had another guy at my back seater, uh, flew with another guy and on a rejoin, they hit, both airplanes blew up and two crews died. Another one, uh, Skip Reese, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, that was his grandpa. Uh, I was finishing my master's, so they let me complete that, and they gave him my assignment to fly F-4 Wild Weasel, which is an airplane that goes after the SAM sites. So when a SAM site locks, up, locks onto you in your airplane, we had a device on the airplane, radar, homing, and warning device that would tell us when that happens, that uh, that airplane just go down in, in the dirt, you know, just above ground level, and just hit the afterburner and go kill that SAM site. That was my assignment. Well, Skip Reese took my assignment and in training, he killed himself. Popped too close to the target, buried his nose too low, couldn't pull out and crashed and killed him in a backseater. So I got five friends, like pictures on the wall, they're all dead from training accidents. So, and it's the people that have to live with their loved one that died either in training or in war. Uh, that's a big hole for those families. So I thank all those people that fought that world war. And by the way, United States has people buried all over the world for freedom. Name another country that's done that. I mean, if we wouldn't have entered that war, everybody would either speak in German or Japanese. And our, our people are in France, they're in Germany, they're buried all over the place for freedom. And now we're losing our freedom from our own people in Congress and our state legislators. So folks, uh, we just need more military people, I think in office. That's why I like military guys. They, they generally say what they're going to do and they do what they say they're going to do. That's what we need, not the wimps that we have presently. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I saw you made a Facebook post about the new Top Gun movie. Yeah. I had to go see that because the first one, the flying was all bogus. I mean, it was Hollywood. But I did get a little tear in my eye when uh, that guy got killed, you know, trying to bail out. Yeah, My shooter got killed. Yep. Yeah, flying with another guy. But I saw this one. This one, the flying's a little bit more realistic, even though the one where he flies between the formations, bogus. But uh, this one's a little bit more realistic, I think. Some great scenes, great shots in there from the cockpit. You could see guys, you know, pulling four, five, six, seven, eight. And this particular uh, movie was 10 Gs. That'll make you black out. I've been blacked out once on an airplane. And then the last thing to go is your hearing. You can hear the airplane engines running, but you can't see with your eyes. So in a fighter airplane, you've got a G-suit on, which is wrapped around your calves, around your thighs, and around your gut. It's plugged into the airplane. When that G-meter senses that you're pulling Gs, it fills up with air and squeezes you, and it pushes that blood up. And then you do what they call an M1 maneuver, where you just tighten all your muscles and your arms and your gut and your legs besides that, and it keeps the blood in your brain so you don't pass out. Uh, so That's crazy. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people that... After my time, maybe 10, 15 years later, when I start flying F-16s, that could pull sustained Gs for long periods of time. Some of these kids never really worked hard. Like I worked on a farm when I was, you know, 12 years old, had a pressure out when I was nine. I was in good physical shape. Some of those kids actually ripped their hearts uh, a little bit right out of their socket because they're, they're not physically fit. Wow. No problems with that in the military. Hmm. So you got to be physically fit to fly a fighter or it's going to ruin your day. Yeah. Well, we have the 
Memorial Day parades on Monday. I know Zealand's got one. Jamestown has one. Uh, Jenison's got one. Jenison, I will be in that parade with a uh, truck and a wagon. It's kind of crazy because Zealand and a few other ones, they don't allow literature or candy to be thrown. So I don't know what happened, but Jenison's all good. So I'm going to be in Jenison parade on Monday. Are you allowed to hand stuff out? Yep. Early? That's good. Yeah, you can do it while you're walking. So it's going to be oh, good. Oh, that's good. That's yep. Good. So. Do it before you start walking and while you're walking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do it time. So. Sounds good. Well, that's right, it guys. for this episode. Of, this was a good one. We'll see you next week, Dave. Yep. Post it on my Facebook if you would. Thank Will you. do. Thanks, man. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. You're listening to the Patriots Voice of Michigan. God bless.